0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 307 Podcast. This is going to be a comms check today. We're going to talk about fasting, uh, specifically about a mission that I went on this past weekend or what I like to call a vision quest that uh, those usually involve fasting for me. And kind of what came out of that? Anyways, Coms Check today is brought to you by Natural Rapport. You guys have heard me talking about Natural Rapport before. These are the pet treats and grooming products, basically pet essentials that we use on our dogs here at my house. This stuff is... All around, it's awesome. I've got some of the freeze-dried beef liver right here with me right now. This is our dog's favorite. I'm looking at the ingredients list on this freeze-dried beef liver from Natural Rapport. Ingredient list, beef liver. That's it. Single ingredient right underneath that. It says 100% sourced and manufactured in the USA. These are the safest, the best-tasting treats you can reward your animals with. We absolutely love them here. We appreciate Natural Rapport for supporting this podcast and for providing nutrient-dense single-ingredient American-made dog treats and pet essentials for us to use. Yes, we love this stuff. Please, please. Go buy some Natural Rapport at natural That's naturalrapport.com. That's N A T U R A L R A P P O R T.com. Follow them on Instagram at Natural Rapport. They got some awesome content on there. Hope you guys give them a try. Your dogs are going to love this stuff, and you're going to love it knowing you're giving them the best possible treats and products that are offered on the market today. So thanks natural rapport. If you guys are interested in how you can support this podcast, if you enjoy this podcast, we get we have around on average, uh probably a little over somewhere between five and six thousand downloads per episode, usually within the first thirty days. So we got 5 to 6,000 people that listen to this podcast. I am honored to know that. That's amazing. Like it's mind-boggling. If you want to if you want to support this show because you enjoy the content and you want me to continue doing this, I would appreciate your support. There's a couple things you can do. First of all, you can contribute to our show through Patreon. And all of you that are doing that, I cannot thank you enough. Second of all, you can leave us a review on the Apple Podcast Player if you're listening to this on your iPhone. We got over 5,000 people that listen to this per episode. The majority of those are coming off of Apple Podcast Player. We have 300 reviews on Apple. We should have like 4,000. It takes five seconds. Please leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. I would greatly appreciate that. Um, yeah. Last thing I'll talk about as far as housekeeping goes is the NFW watch that we are giving away. Go to 307project.com. Join our mailing list. I promise I won't send you a bunch of junk mail. This is so I can reach you directly if, there are, if there's information or opportunities that I want to reach you with, and I don't have to depend on Instagram. So if you put your name in our mailing list, you're going to be entered to win this NFW watch. It's an heirloom timepiece. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, anybody would love this watch. I have one, personally, it was gifted to me by a good friend of mine named Jesse Itzler about a year ago. I love it. It's an awesome company, awesome product, best best there is in my opinion. That's enough for housekeeping. Let's dig into this uh, vision quest that I took this past weekend, guys. So, first thing I want you to understand about... What I'm doing with this uh, vision quest, it, what I've kind of coined it. First of all, this is not about me leveraging my mental strength or or my like mental toughness to go out and see how long I can go without food. Uh, that's it's not that at all. That's not what this is about, all right? This is actually something that I, I, I didn't want to do this. I actually never want to fast. It is something that is pretty difficult, especially in the beginning stages. So this is not like, it's not the same thing as like me going out running a 100-miler. I'm not pitting myself against this adversity, and seeing how far I can go. That's not what this is. When I go out on these journeys, it's basically me making an offering to God and saying, I'm gonna set aside all the things that I that usually consume my mind, including things like eating, and working, and checking Instagram, and making podcasts, and business, and all that stuff. So I'm gonna set all that aside and I'm gonna focus on you. I don't go into these things with any expectations. When I went out this past weekend, uh, I just told my wife I'd be back by Monday morning, and if I wasn't, then initiate the emer- emergency action plan. So, you know, I, I I go out there purposefully. It's an it's seeking God, but I try not to build too many expectations around it, because God is sovereign. So, me going out and fasting and praying for, in this case, it was 37 hours, uh, that, that doesn't, that, that doesn't, I, I don't, I cannot provoke God to provide a vision, or to provide some new understanding. I can't, if he has a vision that he wants to deliver to me, he's going to deliver it to me, whether I'm fasting or whether I'm sitting on the couch. He's going to get my attention if he wants it. So I'm not going out there to try to provoke him to giving me a vision because he's sovereign. I'm going out to make an offering to him, okay? What is fasting anyways what is it to me one thing it's crazy uh nowadays there the, this intermittent fasting thing is like the new fad and a lot of times I'm like uh, are, do these are, are these do people think this is something new uh no like I, I read this book every day called the Bible it's thousands of years old and it tells you, hundreds of times that you should fast. Yeah, so fasting is not new. Intermittent fasting is not something new. It's not something that we've just all of a sudden figured out. There are health benefits to it. There are health benefits to a lot of the things that the Bible tells you to do, including fasting. Look at the Jewish people. Why have the Jewish people amassed wealth and knowledge and contributed so much to the world why are they the only one of the if not the only ancient culture that is still that that's like still here today right they they can trace their their roots all the way back thousands and thousands of years as jewish people and they are still together today as jewish people they've lasted through all types of persecution, time, catastrophe, you name it, they're still here today. What why have they been so successful since the beginning of time? Well, a big part of it is because they're God's chosen people and they've had a handbook thousands of years ago. They they had this the Old Testament, they had a handbook telling them how to, to live their lives telling them to do things like fasting giving them a moral code giving them a health a health code ways to eat ways to take care of their body they have had this handbook since the beginning the principles of the bible work and fasting works not only from a a health perspective but in in my case, I generally fast long fasts for uh, for spiritual reasons. They work for that too. So when I when I'm going into this to this vision quest, because I feel like I'm being led to do that. I don't know why. I didn't know why the Holy Spirit was leading me to go out and do this. Again, I had no expectations on it. And so I I drive out to this place uh, in the mountains. I hike miles and miles into the location where I wanted to set up camp for the duration of this quest right there by a little water source. And one of the things that I did for this mission is once I set my tent up I built my fire. I did not allow myself to go more than a hundred meters from my fire because I knew what would happen is I would have gotten I would have gotten antsy I would have gotten bored I would have wanted to find something to do to distract me from the fact that I was hungry and I would have started exploring I would have I would have started. Uh, going all over the place and, and finding new trails and and climbing and, and okay, which would have defeated the purpose of why I was out there. I was out there to to make an offering and spend time and seek counsel with God. So that was a rule for me. And you sit down by this fire that I had just built, And yeah, after an hour or two, you're sitting there in the stillness, you're starting to get pretty hungry. And all these things start going through your head about why am I doing this? Like there's a thousand other things that I could be doing right now. I could be, I could be spending time with my wife. I could be working on, on parts of my business, I could be running, I could be training. There's a thousand other things that I think my, my, my flesh thinks would have, would be more productive than sitting by this fire. It's taking away from everything else that I should be doing. And so these thoughts start going through my head. Again, like I told you guys, this isn't something that that I enjoy. This is not something that, that I want to do. It's something that I, felt, that I feel led to do occasionally. And so I'm having these thoughts run through my head. And then I, it fo- it's followed up with the thought that, you know, how many thousands of hours have I spent? Working on all those things, working on relationships, working on business, working on fitness, how many thousands of hours have I spent nourishing those things? Why am I so selfish that I cannot come and be still and spend 37 hours focusing on God? And stillness. Why why? Why am I that selfish? Literally, the creator, the person who's given me the opportunity to do all those other things that I've spent thousands of hours working on. Him, the source of it all. And I and I and I I feel that I'm wasting time because I've chosen to spend 37 hours. That's it. Focusing on him, not focusing on eating, not focusing on business, not focusing on fitness, not focusing on Instagram. So I got over that. And the fasting helps you get over that. That's why this is, uh, the the for me, it's a key part of it. So once I get over that, it's a little easier... To sit there in the stillness, or or the stillness, but as the day progresses and the hours tick away, you get hungrier and hungrier. And another thing, I was I was fasting pretty much everything except for water. So that means I was fasting Copenhagen, my my dip, nicotine. I was fasting nicotine. I've been dipping snuff since I was probably eight years old. It's a bad habit of mine. And I, I am addicted to nicotine. So that really was almost harder for me than the hunger. but they kind of work they work in conjunction, really the, the craving for nicotine and the craving for food when you put them on top of each other, it's hard to differentiate between the two. So I'm sitting there and I'm uh, as the day goes on, I, I think, you know what? I think back to a verse in the Bible. I think it's in Deuteronomy where it says, And man shall not live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from God, our Creator. And to me, me, that, that means every word that we have written in the Bible. I believe that every part of the Bible is inspired by God. Essentially, it is God's way to speak to us through the generations. And so, every time the hunger or the craving got, you know, pretty tough, I don't want to say overwhelming, but every time it really started to to grip my mind, I would say, okay, well, it's time to feed myself with God's Word. Let's put this to the test. Let's put God's Word to the test. So what I would do is I would read a psalm out loud. I believe that psalms are made to be read out loud. So I would read a psalm out loud. And then I would pray and I would write a little bit in my journal. And that would sustain me. That would crush that craving, that overpowering craving that I had been experienced. So I was I was using God's word as food and sustenance in a real way. I was living on that. And it worked. It worked. It got it got me through the cravings and actually filled me. Filled me, gave me strength. So that's that's how I that's how I really, you know, got through that 37 hours. I think by the end, so I would read a psalm, by the end of the day on Saturday, just before I went to bed, I finished up with Psalm 17. So that's how many cravings that I got throughout the day, give you an idea. Um. So yeah, about... That would have been, you know, a little more than one per hour. Psalm 17 is a powerful Psalm, too. If you haven't read it, go read it. It was a pretty cool one to finish up on, and that was totally random, not planned at all. Another thing that happened during this fast in particular is that the worse the cravings got, the... The less I thought about all of the worldly connections, all of those things that at the beginning of the fast I was I may may have been thinking about checking my phone, which I didn't do, checking my email, um, communicating with the outside world, as the the craving and the, the hunger gripped my my senses. All of those things lost their allure. I no longer cared about checking my phone. I no longer cared about any of that other stuff. Because that that hunger, that craving was gripping my senses. And it actually made me feel more alive. I wasn't overwhelmed by it. It just changed my perspective on what was important in life. And when you're hungry, your body is trying to tell you because because of self preservation, is trying to tell you to start searching for food instead of check your Instagram. That was pretty uh pretty cool. It was pretty freeing. All right? Um see what else I can uh, I can give you. In my, in my in my in my journal I write nothing seems as important when you are hungry. Instagram emails, text messages and things of that sort have simply lost their allure after 24 plus hours of fasting. Um, I'll carry on with my journal just a little bit. I won't read it all to you. Uh, one One little entry here says, God's Word, specifically Psalms 1 through 17, have sustained me today. Anytime the craving for food or nicotine got too tough, I would read a psalm out loud. Let me see what else I got in here. This goes back to the worldly possessions. Um, part of this entry says, worldly possessions, I cannot spend one day with my Lord God. I cannot spend one day apart from the human desires that I spend precious my precious life chasing after. Does Jesus not deserve much more than just this? And then one more entry here that I'll read you. It says, I will fast for 37 hours. The reason that is important is because, again, I didn't go into this with an agenda of this is a 48 hour fast. This is a 24 hour fast. I just went into this knowing that I needed to seek God. And about three quarters of the way through this fast, through this quest, uh, it was it. it I, I it just came into my head. This is the this is 37 hours. This is how long I need to do this for 3 of 7 project for what whatever reason it became 37 hours and that put some structure to the quest all right so leaving leaving packing up you know camp and headed out on the second day i the second day man I felt, um, I felt amazing. I think that my body had made that transition, and I felt amazing. And you know, I walked the miles back out to my truck, and I'm leaving out. And, and I felt so aware, so rejuvenated. I still hadn't eaten. I still hadn't broke my fast, but I felt so strong and rejuvenated. And as I'm driving back home. I'm seeing things that I'd never really noticed before. On my drive like driving down a road that I've drove down hundreds of times, I'm seeing buildings and signs and and houses and and landscape and I'm picking out things about my everyday environment that I had never noticed before. And it was crazy how my awareness had been heightened. Through that time. I don't know, and and I don't know if it has to do with with the lack of food heightening my awareness, or if it was just the act of being still that had heightened my awareness, letting go of schedules and letting go of all the things that cloud and clutter my mind on a day-to-day basis, forcing myself to be still but it gave me a new level of awareness that I was almost sad that I was going to break this fast soon, that I was going to get back to my everyday life, which is beautiful. I love my life. I love my reality. I love it. I like, I don't, I don't have to get high or drunk or I don't need a, I don't need a head change. Like I don't, I don't need any, any of that stuff because I love my reality so much. So it's not that my everyday reality is bad, but this was just different. It was heightened, but, um, yeah, I broke my fast after, 37 hours, and the rest is history. Um. All right, guys. The reason I'm telling you this story is not to say, look at me. Look at what I did. No, I, I'm not telling you this to think that I'm some super spiritual guy. I'm no different than you. Anytime you see these, look, these people that put themselves on pedestals, whether it's in Christianity or in other religions that that are classified by society and they even classify themselves as spiritual gurus. Be very wary of that. I do not place any extra value on my own self, okay? Look, I'm not telling you this so you to, to get you to think that I'm some spiritual guru. I'm telling you this to encourage you to go out on your own vision quest. It's a one-day commitment. It's a one-day commitment. And I'm in a good space in my spiritual life, like, I'm I'm in a good place, man. But if you're you're maybe in a bad place or you're you're really searching, be intentional about making an offering to God. And what's the most valuable thing you have? What is the most valuable offering that you can make? Your time and your comfort, right? Your time and your comfort. So think about making that offering. And that's the reason I'm telling you this story. Is to encourage you to go on your own quest. Now, you may not go out into the wilderness as I did. I would highly recommend it if you have that that skill level and you can do it safely. Uh, If you do choose to go out into the wilderness also, or you choose to isolate yourself... I had some food there with me in case of an emergency. Okay, That's okay. It actually made it more difficult <laughs> knowing that I that I had some food there, some emergency food in case something happened and my blood sugar crashed or you know, my body got weird from not eating. You know, I know my body well enough. I fa- I've been fasting. Uh, since about 2012 so I know the process of it but um but I also knew that I could I could resist the temptation of having that there but it's something to think about if you're going out into the wilderness you're isolating yourself make sure someone knows where you are exactly and that you have an emergency action plan if not just do it at your you know, wherever you can. It's, it's a powerful tool. This is the tool that the Bible calls us to utilize. Jesus used it throughout his entire ministry on earth. But don't put expectations on it. Realize that we serve a sovereign God and that your actions do not provoke him to give you a vision or give you direction. He will give you that in his own timing. But we should be intentional about offering, making an offering to him and seeking him. The Bible even says, draw near unto me and I will draw near unto you. Give it a shot, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> you know, there's uh there's a lot uh, there's a lot about there's a lot to happen in that 37 hours. No grand vision, no grand um, guidance or direction in in a sense of what like I didn't I didn't have this this dove come down from heaven and land on me or any crazy stuff, that, that doesn't even really ever happen anyways. The knowledge and, and the, the the emotions that I experienced out here, to me, were just as grand. The lessons I learned out here in 37 hours were just as grand as, as anything that could have possibly happened. All right, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. Again, leave us a review on Apple if you're listening to this on an iPhone. Please, if you feel led to, support us on Patreon. I appreciate it. And go put your email in, the 307 Project website. Join our mailing list. I would appreciate that. I love you guys. I'm going to keep pushing on these projects. I'm going to keep sharing with you guys. I'm going to keep pushing myself. As long as you guys are enjoying it, just let me know. We're going to keep rocking and rolling. Enough said.